Hello, my friends, and welcome to your Life Now show. This is Kotria. I am so delighted to be here with you, as always. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for listening to my show, supporting my show, and also downloading my show on iTunes in the podcast section. Um, just a quick reminder, I am the founder and a CEO of Your Life Now. It's a professional life coaching service. In my uh, profession as a life coach, I work with individuals as well as business owners, helping them achieve your, their goals. And uh, I just wanted to point out there's a lot of different areas that we try to cover on this show. And uh, we have guests. Sometimes I host the show solo. And I just wanted to let you know this show is going to be pre pre-recorded. Um, from the springtime last year, I also wanted to say I actually celebrated my one-year anniversary doing a show on Block Talk Radio, and I'm very, very excited. I didn't think I would be doing what I'm doing today, um, a year later. So I really appreciate you guys supporting my show and 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 encouraging me to do what I do and to inspire me because I always like to set my intention uh, in the beginning of the show. My intention, really, of doing this show is to inspire you, to inspire you to make some positive changes in your life so you can live the life that you intended to live. It's your right. So all I ask of you is to have an open mind and an open heart. And and remember, this show is really intended to be a thought-provoking and not a replacement for a professional um, advice. But if you like to get a professional advice from me as a professional coach, please reach me directly at uh, com. You can also send me an email at info by com. And my friends, one last thing, because it is um, one year anniversary for me, I really like to give you guys a gift. So um, if you do send me an email or, uh, of course, add me to Facebook, add me to Twitter, you know, I will follow you back. And I'm also on Skype. I will be offering a free consultation for those who try to reach out to me. So please, you know, let me allow me to give you this gift and and reach out to me and um, and send me your information so I can contact you with the time that would be good for you to get that consultation for free. With all um, being said, my friend, I hope you enjoy the show. Remember, this is a pre-recorded, so you cannot actually call in, but we will be back live on the air April 12th. So with all that being said, my friend, I will be taking a little time off and with the family, and I will be back live with you. Enjoy the show, and stay amazing, my friend. You are the best. Thank you. Now, on our today's topic, i uh, chosen the topic of spring cleaning because uh, it is spring, or we think it is, um, and uh, I thought it would be a, a good idea to uh, talk about spring cleaning mentally and also physically. So my segment here, it has two parts. My part, I will be talking about the mental cleaning, and uh, my guest, uh, Missouri Eating, will be joining us later on the show to talk about um, physical cleaning and, and how to organize your wardrobe, your closet, and declutter pretty much your life. Um, we all know that choices present themselves to us every day. But when we, are, when we are conscious and present in the moment, we can deliberately make the right choices for ourselves. So we can make choices that can serve, serve our lives in a more positive way. 
Now, when, if I ask you a question, when was the last time you actually evaluated the choices you make in your life? Have you asked yourself if the mental programs that you have right in front of you right now are serving you in the best way possible as far as your life is concerned? When I talk about mental program, let's uh, um, simplify it by comparing it to a program in your computer. Now, we upload a lot of programs in our computer. Uh, some of them are very beneficial. You also upload, upload a lot of programs in your computer that you probably never use. And you go on and you never take them off. And what happens is when your computer starts to slow down, it uses a lot of memories, and so on and so forth. What our mental, our mind is a very similar like our computer. It's a lot of programs or we have either ourselves in, uh, embedded in our mind or we inherit them from our family, um, our parents, our uh, schools, our teachers, whatever environment, and we grew up using these programs. And some of these programs, unfortunately, they are no longer serving us, and some of them are positive programs. But the key about mental cleaning is about evaluating these programs and see what is really working for you right now and what is not. So it's almost like dusting off some of these programs and, and uh, either sharpen some of them that are working for you and, and do better with them or get rid of the ones that no longer serve you. So, I mean, when I think about spring, I think about the rebirth of life. You know, I out with the old, in with the new. So I hope, you know, you planted the right seed in your life so you can see the right, you can see the, your, your, uh, your plants nourish and, and grow the way you want it because you plant tomato seeds to get tomato. You don't plant tomato seeds to get you temper. So what I'm trying to say here is try to supplement simplify in a sense. It's what we actually implement in our mind. It's what we see happening in our life. So what I'd like to do, I'd like to give you some ideas and tips here today um, on how to actually start looking into some of these programs and see how you can uh, get rid of some of them, try stuff off some of them. So um, if all I ask of you, obviously, you know, whatever you do today or if you listen to this show again, try to take whatever is in your favor as far as what works for you because not everything works for everybody. So evaluate it and look at it from a perspective. What, what can I do today to start, you know, um, better live, live my life in a better way and use the programs that are good for me and get rid of the programs in my mind that no longer are serving me? So all I ask of you is basically to open your mind and open your heart and stay with me here. So I'll try to simplify things for you. So let's take a look at our mind. It's, it's like comparing to your home, okay? We talk about spring cleaning our home every spring, and what do we do? We dust off, we clean windows, we do so and so. Well, it's the same thing. It's no different as far as our mind. It's much like our home. They both get cluttered. They all, our minds get cluttered with old programs, or attitudes, or conversation, and old hurts. They both need a routine cleaning. Yet we always tend to neglect the mental cleaning, and we focus on the physical cleaning most of the time, at least some of us. So let me let me help you here with the mental cleaning part. This is what I use in my coaching practice with my clients. I I practice it myself, and uh, I. Uh, I think is a very powerful practice, is creating a journal. 
And so what I would like you to do, I would like you to buy yourself a journal. It could be a fancy journal. It could be a yellow note journal. And that's your success journal. So basically on the first page of that uh, journal, write my successful life. And what I would like you to do second is to list all the programs, all the habits, all the hurts, all the attitudes that they are no longer serving your life in any form. And what I suggest with this one here is to really kind of take your time doing it. Take your time and think about it and then be honest. Be honest with yourself because this is just for you. And the more honest you are, the more you uh, bring your awareness to some of these programs. And because when you bring your attention and your awareness to some of these programs, they are, they are the, the programs that are no longer serving you. You become the expert. Trust me. You become an expert at what works for you. And you will begin to get rid of the old things and start putting the new in. Third, what I would suggest is, again, this is all suggestion. I mean, you can take whatever out of it and um, implement it in your life. Or if it doesn't work for you, it doesn't work for you. Recognize the reason. Recognize the reason behind why you are still holding on some of these programs. So let's take an example. If you hold it on to anger, hatred, resentment, you should ask yourself and evaluate the reason of that, of, of that feeling, the existence of that feeling in your life. Ask yourself, is having these, this feeling in my life, is it serving me in any way, or must I get rid of it? It's basically back to awareness. The more you bring things forward and you recognize what's going on in your life, the more, the easier for you to evaluate it, the easier for you to come up with the right solution. So begin to make some room for happiness by cleaning the old things up. Fourth, what I would ask you to, if you can, bring yourself back to the present moment. And ask yourself now, are you feeling, ask yourself, what am I feeling right now? What am I thinking about right now? All these questions bring you back to the present moment, bring you back to the awareness of what's going on and what are you doing in your life currently. You will begin to live in the now and you will let go of the past and you will begin to feel at ease about the future. Because truly, all we have is really right now. There is a quote by Mother Teresa that I, I admire so much and I actually live by it. And uh, even my son talks about mom, you know, he always mentioned it to me, even even time he takes it against me. <laughs> uh, Mother Teresa said, quote, yesterday is gone. Tomorrow has not yet come. All we have is today. Let's begin, end quote. So check your attitude. Check your attitude about yourself, about your life in general, and ask yourself, is your attitude worth catching? Six, begin to list all the things in your life that you are grateful for. I always say when someone asks me um, repeatedly, you know, that's that's really my my answer in, in most cases, what kind of attitude do I have? And I always reply, I have an attitude of gratitude. So what are you grateful for? Make a list of those things that you are grateful for in your life right now. 
bring your awareness to those things because the more you bring your awareness to them, the more you realize you have more things to be grateful for. Seven, I'd like you to pay attention to your surroundings, what kind of people you're associating yourself with. Let's face it, we are who we hang out with, whether we, we like it or not, but that's the, that's the truth. So if you want to see different results in your life, try to be in control of your surroundings, unless it's a family member, obviously. And in this case, my recommendation is to really be the change you want to see in them because that will reflect that, and then they will start changing themselves. That works because I know from personal experience. And then eight, I would like you to see yourself in a, in a fun group. Join some fun group. Join some network group. If you don't have one, create one. Do something that makes you feel good. Because after all, there are only two feelings, love and fear. And the more you aim to come from a place of love, the better you are. So don't get involved in a low-energy thing like gossip or lies. Try to laugh more often, even if you have to find something to make you laugh. I do that all the time. Sometimes I laugh at myself. Hey, you know, this morning, I mean, sorry, beginning of the show, I, I just, you know, I'm trying to do something. I can reach out to people so they can call in on Skype, but unfortunately that didn't work. I'm not going to stress about it. So I, the best thing I can do is laugh about it. Also, stay away from the things that support your old program, like watching a violent movie or a show or entertaining gossip or listening to the news that creates fears in your life. I'm going to take a little break, and when I come back, we'll continue with our, uh, with our show. Thank you. Birds flying high, you know how I feel. Sun in the sky, you know how I feel. Breeze drifting on by, you know how I feel. It's a new dawn, it's a new day, it's a new life for me. And I'm feeling good I'm feeling good Fish in the sea You know how I feel Okay, my friends. Welcome back. Welcome back and you're listening to your Life Now show. I just want to remind you our number to call in is 626-213-5773. I also have the chat room open and um, I see a couple people on the, in the chat room. Thank you for being there. And I apologize for not even not, um, not being able to host the show on Skype. So I try next time. But I'm, I couldn't get the help that I needed. So it is what it is. I'm going to try to make the best of it. And please just stay with me here for, for the remaining of my mental spring cleaning. Okay. So now here are some of the tips that I'd like you to um, also focus on. There are certain programs that we need to choose to have to begin to organize our life and really be more in control of our life. 
first of all, try to picture yourself being organized. Try to picture that person that you want it to be. When you actually know what you want, you most likely will get it because that's the hardest part because most of us really not very um, – uh, we think we know what we want, but we really don't. And, that, and that's one of the things, areas that I work with my clients on is really help them trying to focus on what is it they really truly want. Second, what I'd like you to do is set your priorities. This is really, really, really key. Because when you set your priorities and you manage your priorities, manage it from a place that, you know, it, it, first of all, the priority list is not a to-do list. Okay, to-do list, it has negative um, feeling associated with it. It's something I have to do. Priority list, it should be like something like, you know, more like accomplished list as well. Things I need to take care of right now, but I'm also accomplishing things. So when you actually accomplish something, Put a check mark next to it and feel good about it because you actually accomplished something. By doing this, you're giving yourself really more time and you get more things done. I guarantee you, if you at least try to practice this one area, if you take anything from what I'm telling you today, try to focus on this area. You will be amazed how much time you will have in your daily activity and how much you get done. you got to prioritize. There is no if about it because there is so many things out there we put on our to-do list. And you know what? They're really not that important yet. Most of your list does not get accomplished because you have so much on it and it's not priorities. And some of it are and some of it are not. So picture yourself being organized. Picture yourself being in control together on time, relaxed, in control, and happy. And when you look at yourself in the mirror, be that person. See that person that you admire the most. See that person that you really want to be. Because when you put that image in your mind, you will operate from that image. So choose to be in charge of your time. Choose to be in charge of your action. Because when you do that, you will free yourself. And when you learn to balance your life like this, you have a better life all over. So I always say never over-organize or, or never under-organize. you got to find some kind of balance in your life within you. There's always that balance within you. But you gotta, it's got to come from, from within. It really does. The more you start being more focused, the better you are. Because, let's face it, you have respect for yourself. And you should have respect for yourself. So not, try not to allow any chaos come to your life. After all, you are in control. You got to keep repeating telling yourself that because you're the only one who can control what goes on in your life. And no matter what it is, nobody has any control over you except you. So never believe anything else. When you think clearly, your action is more focused, you are more focused on the task at hand, so you make sure you allow yourself room to breathe. So don't be hard on yourself. Don't be overwhelmed. Just relax. By being organized, you make the choice to make your life work. Be clever again and start with the mental organization first. So get rid of the old programs. Dust them off and replace them with something new, something more productive. Self-serving programs. And if you don't know what self-serving programs when you evaluate the programs that you have in front of you, remember in the beginning of the show when I talked about 
making a list in your journal of the things, all the programs that you're using right now, what works for you, what doesn't work for you, all the old habits, the routines that you do. When you actually bring your awareness to this, you will figure out what is best for you and what you should be changing. So, and again, you got to start by loving yourself, okay? you got to love the person that you are. you got to come from a, a place of self-love. Start becoming the person you admire the most. So look at the person, you know, take, take uh, um, in, in your life, whether professionally or personally, who do you admire? And be that person. Don't copycat anybody. Be yourself. What I'm saying here, be the person that you really would like to admire. And say, who do you admire? I admire myself. So these are steps, baby steps, that you can do starting today to spring clean your life. And I cannot emphasize more about my, my final um, recommendation to you, which is to meditate. Meditate could be in any form that you can quiet your mind for a few minutes a day. Spend some time with yourself. Do it in any form that is comfortable and suitable to you. Don't think about it in a sense. Anytime you amplify things and you're like, oh, I don't know how to meditate, what is the rules about meditation? Where does this come from? Do I have to watch a video to learn how to meditate? No, you do not. Just close your eyes for a few minutes and just breathe. Just be. Let that breath channel throughout your body. It's almost like a sound in every part of your body. When you pay, when you focus on that, you basically quiet your mind automatically. So, I mean, uh, thoughts will come to your mind, but it does not mean that you have to um, uh, entertain that thought. You can acknowledge that it's there, and you just go back to your breath and keep breathing. All right, in a few minutes, I'm going to check and see if my guest is on the show. And she is. Yes, she is. And I'm glad that she, I really want to appreciate that she took some time of her busy schedule to come on today. There was some uh, little confliction with the time, but I really appreciate her being here. I'm going to take another short break, and I uh, will be back and introduce my uh, my guest. So please, whatever on the mental program, re-listen to the segment that I, that I just mentioned to you and, and see if there's anything that kind of um, resonate in you, you know, things that you might be able to take from and do something with. I, You know, again, that's the reason I'm doing this show. I just want to inspire you to make some positive changes in your life so you can better your life. So stay tuned.
Okay, my friends, thank you for coming back. This is Poetria, and you are listening to Your Life Now show. Well, it's time for me now to introduce my guests, and um, this is the second segment of my show, talked about spring in your life. My guest today is Miss Missouri Edding. Missouri will give you some of her ideas on how to improve your image, organize your wardrobe, organize your home, create more relaxed, clutter-free free environment, and looking your best. So, Missouri, let me just give you a little bit of background information on her. Missouri is an accomplished New Jersey-based visionary and entrepreneur. She is a fashion show producer, expert in image and bridal consulting, fashion and interior designing, wardrobe stylist, personal shopper, and makeup artist and artist. Missouri has worked in the fashion and the entertainment industry for over 20 years. She has earned reputation as one of New Jersey's most extraordinary, creative, talented, poised, and beautiful entrepreneurs. Missouri has worked with high-end accounts for um, such companies as Macy's, Neiman Marcus, Nordstrom, hand selecting the perfect outfit, coordinating and producing fashion shows, and custom designing for a select group of clients. Missouri is a seasoned color analyst. She is the CEO and president of More Enterprise LLC, doing business as style statement. Welcome, my friend. I am so glad that you are here, and uh, please help me um, bring, oh, my goodness, let me just get her on the air. Here we are. Missouri, welcome. Can you hear me, Ria? I can hear you. My goodness, we have some technical Oh, hello, Ria. How are you? Good. I am so I, I appreciate, you know, you taking the time to come on the show. I know you have a busy schedule, so please, you know, um accept my uh, my gratitude for being here. Appreciate it. Oh, it's a pleasure. Thank you for the invitation. I'm excited about your program and I love the work that you do and I hope that I can offer some good advice that could be very helpful for your listeners. Thank you, my dear. Thank you, my friend. Well, I wanna ask you, um, if you can talk a little bit about yourself, why you got in the in the business that you are. I know how passionate you are about what you do. Can you tell our listeners, you know, why you're doing what you're doing? Sure, I'd be happy to. Well, it actually started at a very young age. Um, I, I started designing Barbie doll clothing. I should probably be the Barbie doll designer. Uh, my <laughs> mom brought when I was a little, little girl, and at the time, Barbie only came with one outfit, and I thought this was so boring, so I would take my mom's scraps of fabrics and hand sew my uh, Barbie doll uh, clothing. And uh, from that, I started uh, making my own clothing at a very young age, and I would get compliments, you know, as I you know, grew older, whether I was designing clothing or whether I was shopping for clothing, it seemed that people really liked them, and I started designing for a very select group of people, and uh, then I started shopping for a very select group of people and became very interested in the overall image and self-esteem and confidence that, that people, uh, you know, really needed to have to progress in life. And um, I started my business in 2004 um, as an image consulting designer and a personal shopper. And um, I've been uh, working in this industry, uh, you know, for quite a quite a while now, uh, dressing people for success, uh, working inside of corporations such as Standard and Poor's, 
uh, Merle Lynch, Johnson and Johnson, and, and many many others. I work with corporations. I also work um, outside of corporations with individuals. And my goal is really, really, really to have people look and feel their best. That is my That's goal. Good. Yeah, because that would be my next question to you. Why do you think it's important to evaluate, you know, our wardrobe for personal and professional image? What does that come from? I mean, what do you know? What do you thoughts about that? Yeah, well, I think it's important for many reasons. Uh, you know, if, if you're trying to, uh, you know, achieve anything in life, and most of us are, um, one must know the importance of image and, you know, first impressions. So it's important to uh, to really project uh, the image that you how you want people to see you, and um, and really put your best foot forward in in any area. Whether you're working for a corporation or you are running your own business or you're just a stay-at-home mom, uh, when you're looking a certain way, you feel a certain way. It's all about confidence. It's all about you know putting your putting your best foot forward. It's all about you know image. You know, this world is, is full of, you know, people that, you know, are working every day and you see them on TV, celebrities, uh, journalists, um, you know, news broadcasters, on and on and on, and it's all about how they look. Uh, so image is a very, very important factor no matter, like I said, what you're doing in life, um, if you're trying to achieve something that you put your best foot forward. That's great. Well, you know, I mean, my my show today is really about uh, well, we talked about spring cleaning your life, and I did the mental cleaning, and now we're going to talk about the physical cleaning and how we clutter. What are some of the things that people can start doing today to organize and categorize their wardrobe and start decluttering? What would some of the things that you would can tell them to do? I'm very glad you asked that question. I'm actually sitting outside of a client's house, and one of the things that we're doing today is a wardrobe analysis. Um, I'm, I'm not sure if your listeners know what that means, but um, what I do is I, I, I come into people's homes and I go through everything that they're open to letting me go through pertaining to their wardrobe, their accessories, their shoes, their makeup, anything that's you know, going to impact their image on any level. So I would recommend, uh, one, that your listeners start to look at their, their wardrobe and, and start to just get rid of things. If you haven't, if you haven't worn them in, in a season, you're probably not going to wear them this season. So you may as well just get rid of it, you know, give it to someone, bless someone else with it, create the space so that you can really begin to bring things into your, into your wardrobe that complement who you are as a person that complement who you are as far as your color, your body type, and your personal style. So that's something that you can start right away. Go into your closet, look at, you know, some of your clothing, some of your accessories, if they're old, if they're, you know, if they're dated, if you haven't worn them in a season, if they're too small, you know, if they're, you know, worn in, in any way, just, you know, pull out a, a green garbage bag and just put them in there. Get them out of your closet. That's one thing that you can start to do right away. Or even start shopping in your own closet, too, because let's face it, I know I was one of those people who used to just buy things and buy things and just put it in the closet, but then <laughs> some of your stuff never got worn. I don't do that anymore, luckily. And, right, uh, right. Yeah, that's definitely a good thing to do because some, some, you know, sometimes we keep things and the tags are still on them, and, and we never complete them. So you can go into your closet, you might find a jacket or a pair of pants, and you, you said, one day I'm going to get around to completing this outfit. So that's something that you can do 
right away. If you have a jacket or, you know, a pair of shoes that you don't have anything to wear with it, you know, take take out a, a pad and pen and write those things down and write down what you need to complete them so that you can start to really maximize what you already have, you know, and, and, and get rid of the things that don't work. I can't repeat that enough. If it's not working, just get it out. Get it out. It's not working. We have a caller on on the, on the show. If you can just hold on to see if I can bring them on to see if they have a question or if they have a comment. Hold on. Hello, this is Kotria. You are on the air. Can we help you? Yeah, hi, uh, Kotria. This is uh, Ernst. How are you today? Uh, I've, I've been listening to your show. It's a very exciting. Hi, uh, Ernst. Yeah, how are you today? Yes, sure, yeah, you, sure. you, you and your host uh, and your guests here are, are, are touching a lot of great things, you know. So, I, you know, I, I myself, I own a men's clothing store in the area of the, uh, in the Central Jersey, and uh, okay. you know, the same thing that uh, your uh, your guest uh, Missouri's been saying, and I've, I've often said that to my customers. You know, it's very important to uh, to clean out your closets. To uh, and it doesn't have to be only in spring. That could be done in any. Any of the four seasons, you know, if you're not wearing it, if you haven't worn it in a certain amount of time, you definitely got to clean the closet and get it out of there. Oh, well, I appreciate your call because now we get the the male perspective out of things because this is uh-huh, not really right. to be just for the female. <laughs> it's for everybody all around. We're trying to organize our life and, and, and uh, you know, be uh, um, rounded all, all the way around. And, Ms. Louis, yeah, do you want to add anything to our to our uh you know, it's, it's, it's always one to to get a, a male perspective because it goes, you know, image is not just for women, that's for sure. And, uh, you know, men are, uh, it's important that men, you know, work on themselves as well. So, you know, your your, your caller is, is right on point. Yeah, well, that's what I tell most of the people because, you know, because of what we do here at Tessuto, uh, uh Men's Shop over in Somerville, is that we get our clients to understand whether you're trying to uh, meet a woman or whether you're trying to get a job or whether you're trying to just get the confidence in yourself. How you look is very important, and you have to try to be as up-to-date as possible. So wearing a pair of bell-bottoms, for instance, <laughs> wouldn't work, and wearing like three or four pleats and a pair of pins wouldn't work. So that's when you go back in your closet and say, you know what? These four pleats probably will never come back in style anytime soon, and more than likely they're probably a size, two sizes smaller than you are now, and you have to get rid of it. You have to be realistic. You know, chances are... You know, you always hope. You know, I have somebody in the chat room saying, um, and then, you know, uh, Missouri uh, or uh, Ernst, right, can, you know, can uh, comment on that. Um, he says, it's really tough to get rid of all clothes in my closet because I seem to always convince myself that I may wear them one day again. Well, I'll well, comment sure, on I'm that. I'm sure Missouri uh, would, would uh, conquer with me. If you haven't worn it in two years or three years, chances are you'll never wear it again. You know, I don't know for women, but for, for a guy, chances are if you have it in your closet, and if, if now it's not for everybody. Some people are not really into the fashion, you know, so it doesn't matter to those people because they could have it, 200 years, it doesn't matter, but if you really like the way you look, and it's important that you keep up with some kind of fashion sense. So if something has three or four pleats and it was back in 10 years ago, chances are you're never going to wear it. If it was back four years ago, five years ago. So so it's important to keep the fashion current and keep it looking modern, you know? So 
That's, Thank that's you, Arthur. I really appreciate yeah, I, I that. I that in the beginning of the call that if you are if you have clothing in your closet that you haven't worn for a year, I would say one season, more than likely you're not going to wear it. The best thing to do is just to get rid of it to to create the space for the things that you can purchase that exactly. really look good that really complement mm-hmm. your 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 um your color your body type, your particular style, and that you can feel good in. Usually, you know, with women, and, you know, Ernst might be able to uh, relate to this as well, with women, we've, we've received a lot of, you know, gifts and hand-me-downs, so to speak. You know, my mother gave them to me, you know, my aunt, my sister gave them to me, and they don't want to get rid of them, so they just keep them in there. And nine times out of ten, they never get to wear them. They never wear them. They don't have complete outfits. They either have a, a pair of shoes that doesn't go with anything or a jacket that doesn't go with anything. So I say if you haven't worn it in a season, you know, get rid of it. If you have things in your closet that you like, you know, that you've either purchased or someone actually gave to you that you like, write down what you need to get to complete it so that you can actually wear them and really, really maximize your wardrobe. That's that's a really important. Thank you, Missouri. So, what, Missouri? What can you uh, tell our listeners about when it comes to the do and do not? When it comes to our wardrobe, like when you pick your outfits, or when you go shopping, or when you, um, you know, I mean, there's always you know something that fits you, something doesn't fit you. I mean, if if it's too tight, it's too. I mean, you know, just an example, I mean, you know, there is the do and do not. I mean, you know, not the rules, all the rules apply to everybody, but there's certain things that comes to, you know, um, your wardrobe. You well, fully try to, uh, yes, for me, Rhea, I, you know, I work with clients as individuals. Um, there's always new trends that are coming out, you know, new colors and new styles. And uh, sometimes people think just because it's, you know, it's, it's now and it's fashion now that I could wear it and it's going to look right on my body type. Um, I don't buy into that. I really work with people on an individual basis. Uh, I work with them according to their particular colors, their colors, their body type, their particular style. And just because it's, you know, trendy and it's out now and it doesn't mean that they can wear it. Just because the new color is lime, it doesn't mean that lime's going to look good on them. So I, I just kind of, you know, forewarn people that um, to really be conscious when you are shopping for yourself uh, to pick and select garments that really complement who you are. Don't buy them just because, you know, they're the new thing, because the new thing doesn't mean that the thing is going to look good on you. It's going to look so good on you. And that was like one of my questions to you will be, um, do you think it's important for people to really recognize the wardrobe usage because what I meant by that, um, shouldn't you evaluate the purpose of buying or having certain items in your closet? For example, if you are a stay-at-home mom, you wouldn't go out and buy business suits if you're not going to be wearing a business suit ever. You get my no, point? No, absolutely not. I mean, you, you, you really want a wardrobe that complements your lifestyle. You know, that's, that, that's really a given. If you are, you know, a professional person, then you need professional clothing. If you're a stay-at-home mom, I mean, you, it depends on your lifestyle. I mean, you may be the type of stay-at-home mom that every once in a while go to a business meeting with your husband, you know. So on that note, you'd probably right. need a couple of, you know, professional things to wear. 
Um, it really depends on the person's lifestyle. You know, you have to really plan your wardrobe according to your particular lifestyle and be very clear about that. And sometimes being clear about that is talking to, you know, an image consultant, whether it be for a man or woman, to really help you kind of, you know, go through that process. That's right, yeah. Go ahead. Uh-huh. Nizui makes a lot of sense. You know, it's true. What I tell my, my customers in the store, I say, look, buy for now. The days of buying a, a closet full of clothing so you could tell people, oh, look at my closet of all the beautiful clothing that I have. It's over. You buy for the season. You wear it. You wear it. You wear it. You may wear it for one or two more seasons after that. Then you get rid of it, but you got to enjoy the clothing that you have in your closet. So don't just buy stuff just to store. Say, hey, look at, I have 20 suits in my closet. Chances are by the time you, you get the full use of the suits, they're out of style. They're gone. You know, they're, they're, they're well, not Well, the thing with, with the men, um, um, you know, obviously I, I can, you know, say that uh, 100% that I'm right about it. But I think, you know, men's wardrobe tends to be a little bit boring sometimes. <laughs> and I think if you go to, a, you know, uh, uh, somebody's closet, you look at it, they almost like they always seem to buy the same thing over and over. I think, you know, people like yourself, Ernest, and like Missouri, who have an eye for color, who have an eye for creativity, for like doing something, reinvent yourself, do something different than you've always been doing. And that's what all this show is about, reinventing yourself. <laughs> The other thing that I want to add, though, I know for women, uh, you know, there have been many times when I've done wardrobe analysis and, you know, I've looked at garments they've had, you know, for years, and sometimes we're just restyling it or altering it or changing the buttons, you know, or doing something a little bit different can, you know, kind of make it pop again. So just because, it, you know, it, you know, you've had it for a while, uh, it doesn't mean that you have to get rid of it. You know, sometimes, like I said, just restyling it, taking it in, you know, changing the collar, changing buttons, you know, making it fit you better, you know, adding another shirt, a different color shirt to go under it or a blouse mm-hmm. to go under it. You know, it can really make that, that you know, that jacket or those, you know, slacks pop again. Right. It's being creative with your, you know, I mean, with your wardrobe and being. So let me ask you this question, um, Missouri. By you know, with all all respect to everybody who's listening, what the what the what the clutter closet tells you about the person, about that individual? When you go, you know, you go try to analyze somebody's wardrobe and you try to go through their you know their closet and you see clutter everywhere and it's like crazy. I mean, I've, I've seen you know. Well, I you know, for me, um, I've I've faced a couple of different scenarios. I've faced scenarios where you know people are just unorganized. Period you know, from top to bottom, um, and that <laughs> that speaks, you know, for itself that people just really need someone to come in and help them organize their house, organize their life. I've also uh, faced scenarios where, you know, the houses are impeccable, the closets are just in disarray, and what that says to me is that they really are not comfortable with their clothing. They really don't know how to pull it all together from the, for themselves. They really need someone to help them with that. You know, so, um, you know, that that's why they hire me to come in and, and, you know, work with them and go through their closet. And so clutter, depending on where the clutter is, in my opinion, will tell the story. You know, if their house is, you know, cluttered, then you know, people are just unorganized and they need, they need some help, you know, in that area, in that total area. 
um, with the closet per se, you know, it, it says a lot. And nine times out of ten, and, and, and me doing my initial consultation with them, I learn a lot. You know, I learn a lot from you know who they are, what they do, and usually that type of person just really has no sense of style. Um, they they really don't know how to coordinate their outfits, and and they're just confused about the whole idea of how this thing could work. But once you um, help them with that, and and because they are organized on some level, once you really help them with that and show them how, you know, it can make a difference if they did this and so, it really it really does empower them, you know. And I, I tell you, I've had such great success, you know, with my clients. I have a client to date that I've been working with for about 10 years, and um, she's at the point right now where what she does is she'll shop and this is a client that didn't even want to shop for herself, but now she will shop for herself, but she won't keep anything until I see it. So I'll go over, I'll look at it. If, if, if I say it works, she keeps it. If not, she won't keep That's it. Fair. And she has really, really worked on, you know, her closet, you know, being organized and, and keeping it together, and it was in total disarray 10 years ago. Yeah. Well, I have, we, let's take another call here. Oh, Missouri, I have a call here, and let's bring him on the air. Hi there. You are on the air. You have a question, or are you just listening? Hi, Ria. This is Erica Rose. I'm a big fan of your show. Hi, Erica. I listen often. Thank you for listening. Hi. How are you? I want to touch base on a comment that I heard about men's clothing being boring. Um, <laughs> they always say women should... I hate should... comment. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> they say a woman should always look good. Well, why not a man? I get the biggest oh, thrill on the right hand. Yeah, 100%. I agree. I, I, I did not say that men should not look good. I think it's the opposite. I think men should always really pay attention to the way they come across because I think the first impression is really what people leave when they when they leave that room. You know, because if, if you walk in that room and I look at you, I'm, it's not about judging you know, judging you by what you're wearing, but it's more like, you know, how do you carry yourself? When you when you dress your best, when you look your best, when you feel confident, it's all about, you know, again, reinventing yourself, being a little bit more uh, um, uh, original. <laughs> so, no, I mean, by all means, don't, you know, I, I didn't mean it to come across uh, as being like that, but I appreciate your call. I have one person in the chat room again saying, it's important to think about a clothing purchase in terms of the entire outfit. I tend to buy shirts, pants, or other pieces without considering what I will match it with. This is again male uh, um, uh, making comments. So I, I'm, I'm glad that you know um, our male listeners are making the comments and, and uh, asking the questions. So what do you say to that, Missouri? Are you there? Missouri. I think Missouri hung up. No, she's still there. No, I'm I'm here, Rhea. I think I muted out for okay. a minute. I know you're here. Yeah, I can see you on the I did. I actually yeah, didn't did you hear, hear your comments. Yeah, can you re- I'll repeat it to you. Okay, the comment from a male uh, male comment. Uh, it says here, it's important to think about clothing purchase in terms of the entire outfit. I tend to buy a shirt, pants, or other pieces without considering what I will match it with. So that's when you need the word uh, um, 
somebody to help you put these together. You probably need to go see Ernest if he's a man <laughs> so that he can oh. he can. If he's local, us. right? We don't know. Yeah. <laughs> if he's local in New Jersey, but, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, what, what, uh, you know, in, in, in closing for me, I just want to say that, um, you know, first and foremost, thank you for having me on the show. Um, I think it's really important uh, for people to uh, get very clear about, you know, their image. And, you know, in working with someone like myself or working with, you know, someone like Ernst, I uh, can really, you know, help them not only save time but just save money because if you really don't have a, you know, don't have a clue how to, you know, pull it all together for yourself, then you really should seek professional assistance in that and uh, and, and just make life so much easier for yourself because, you know, we're, you know, we're professionals. We've been doing this for a long time and um, our, our goal is to really help, you know, and, and feel good and that's, that's a, the whole process. That's great. Okay, well, I know you have to go, Missouri, so I promise you I won't be on the call. Thank you so much. Yes. I, just want, you. I just want to, if you can just leave our, our listeners with some tips that they can take, you know, um, from you to start organizing their wardrobe and sort of like making something decluttering um, their life pretty much <laughs> in the sense of the uh, closet, your home, you know, when it comes to that, what would you give them? A couple tips and... I mean, as I said before, I would just, you know, take inventory of of what I have, you know, in my closet, you know, what I haven't worn, you know, in a season, uh, what's too small, what someone gave me, you know, what's incomplete. And if it's, you know, if you haven't worn in a season, I would say get rid of it. If it's too small, get rid of it for sure. If the color doesn't work for you, you know, definitely get rid of it. And, And look at those items that you have that you like that you haven't worn because, they're incomplete, and get a pen, a pen and a pad, write them down, and then look at what you need to get so that you can complete them. I say shop with a plan. Don't just go shopping, but go shopping with a plan. And ask- okay. I'm, I'm not sure because we can't hear you. Um, okay. Uh-huh. I got to go. I got to get back inside. But thank you so very much. Okay, and, honey, uh, thank you so much for being on the show. I really appreciate uh, you know you coming on the show and, and answering some of these questions. It was really a pleasure having you. And uh, you too. I hope people take some some uh, points out of this and, and and try to implement it and and you know work with it. <laughs> thank you again, my okay. friend. Take care. Enjoy You're the welcome. rest of your day. Okay. Take care. Bye bye. I'd like to end this segment with a few breath techniques, meditation to help you ease into the day. So draw your breath, your awareness to your breath. Breathe in through your nose if you can, where the breath is nice and warm. Draw your breath from your belly and allow the breath to channel in every direction. Allow that breath to scan your body and channel that breath where you feel tightness. Imagine that breath massaging your body, 
where you feel that tightness. Allow the breath to move to your spine, to the back of your neck, now exhale, exhale and feel the breath in the back of your throat. Allow the breath to calm your thoughts and slow the breath down and allow your thoughts to follow your breath and with each exhale, let go, let go and go deeper, deeper and Now begin to bring your awareness back to your body. Slowly move your head to the left, to the right. In a moment, I'm going to count from one to five. On the count of five, you'll open your eyes, feeling fine and perfect health feeling better than before, and this is so, one, two, coming out slowly now, three, on the count of five, you'll open your eyes, feeling fine, in perfect health, feeling better than before, and this is so, four, five, your eyes are open, you're feeling fine and ready for the remaining of the day. Okay, my friends, thanks again for being here, thanks for listening, thanks for everybody in the chat room, thank you guys, I love you, thank you for 
your support. Thank you for the callers, all of you. And, of course, thanks to my guest, Missouri, for being here and taking some of her time. Make sure you tune in next week as we uh, discuss living your passion with my guest, Matt Walsh. Matt is the author of The Bottom Line. He's also a motivational speaker. He's an entertainment attorney, and he is the perfect guest to have for this topic. We will be talking about how to live your passion and starting where you are right now. So make sure you you tune in, and I look forward to uh, hear you next week on Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern. Take care, my friends. Love you. Namaste.